be responsible for your own actions. Yeah, but society in general, isn't it? I think that's, mm. that, I, I've spoke about it quite openly. It's not, this isn't just a football issue. This is an issue across society. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, society don't like to take responsibility for their actions. Social media is the, the classic because you can hide behind that screen, can't you? Behind that keyboard. And yeah. You can... A lot of these offenders are from many, many thousands of miles away. And literally, it's so easy to get an email address. It's so easy to set up a Twitter and Instagram account, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Almost. Well, you can. You can use false details. There is no comeback. Yeah. But I say some of the stuff Stu's been looking at, we've had offenders in Russia, for example. Um, mm. Well, clearly, they've got away with it. If you want, mm. if you want to make a safe better term, there's nothing we can There's do about that. And clearly the Russian authorities aren't going to take any interest in it. And and that's why social media companies do have to do a lot more. Yeah, I get that. I really do. I understand that. What can the social media companies do? Like, um, from the anonymity part of it, can they, are they planning to do things when you've spoke to them or anything like that? Well, it's like, it's like, it's like a football club, isn't it? You know, they can't control everybody's mouth. Yeah. No, no. I think obviously there's an argument there for people to verify that there is a strong argument there. And I I think your genuine supports, because let's be honest, social media, it it is a good interaction tool for, for anyone on there to to get their point, their view across. And I think if, if you're getting people who are signing up to verify, you're going to get the majority of genuine people who want to engage with people for the right reasons. And I'd like to think you'd weed out a lot of, these individuals who are remaining anonymous, who mm-hmm. want to send this abuse, they, they want to be racist online, they want to send emojis to certain players because they think it's funny. Uh, but I think that would be a good option to look at. Whether it happens or not, I don't know, because you're talking at obviously a lot higher level than mm-hmm. myself. You're talking government level to, to start forcing those changes. But something has to change, and it has to change quickly. And, that, and that's what it's about. That's, you know, regardless of the colour, your background, whatever it may be, if you've got a disability, you get on with that person for who that person is. I'm, 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 I'm eager to see how, how social media is going to police police it. Because it isn't a case of after the horse has bolted. I mean, once, once somebody said something, uh, they can just go offline and come back as somebody else and do the same thing again. It's going to be so difficult. Well, I've tried to get... Obviously, I've done a lot of work with players and clubs. Mm. Um so far and trying to get clubs and players to to report the abuse that they're having uh obviously at the minute we're not we've not got supporters within the grounds which has helped in a little bit in terms of my role Mm. because then i've just been able to focus on the players and the clubs and when they report something to me and they are reporting more and more now i'm able to take that information to the social media companies and they do provide us certain information around ip addresses which we can do work with Obviously, if it's someone abroad, it limits what we can do. But someone certainly in this country, and there, there are there, there are investigations that I'm dealing with that you've got individuals up and down the country, not just in the West Midlands, who we are identifying. Mm. That takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, but these people can be identified if, mm. if they're in the UK, and they need to be. But that relies on the players, clubs, supporters, when they're back in the grounds, if they're having issues online, mm. to report it. And, and obviously we'll investigate it. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in, with some of these court cases we'll have over the next few months. It'll be interesting to see what, when, if people are found guilty, what sentences they get. Is it going to be a slap over the wrist? 
mm. you know, and don't do it again. Or will somebody... Do you guys do all the yeah. footwork, yeah, yeah, yeah. control over that, do you? No, yeah. none whatsoever. Yeah. It's like anything, the sentencing's out of our hands. Yeah. But I think if it's some, you know, severe sentences handed out, but there's obviously limiting on, on what the offences are and what the sentences are. But, mm. you know, if you look... If somebody's going to get a £50 fine for racially abusing somebody online, that's no deterrent whatsoever, is it? I was going to go back to if I can ask what Stu said a minute ago. You know, when you, you, uh, you said you spoke, you've spoken to some players um, yeah. about this, some of the issues, Have you got, would you say there's a section of players who are sort of reluctant to come forward? Yeah, I think so. I think, and I'm not naive enough to know that people don't trust the police for various reasons, and that's not just footballers, that's... A lot of people with, across various different communities mm. trying to get into players to, to get them to trust me, trust the police to report it and being able to investigate. And, and in turn, I think if you look at some of the communities, certainly across the West Midlands, if they can see a player from a, their club reporting something to the police, trusting the police to investigate it, we can get a successful result at court. I'd like to think slowly that would then encourage them to report mm. matters. And, and so on and so forth. A lot of people I've spoken to are like, I hate crime. Does that mean you hate crime? It doesn't really, the wording doesn't yeah, No, I know. Right. No, uh, no yeah. I, I mean, a hate crime is any, any criminal offence that is perceived by the victim of that crime or another person and it, to be motivated by hostility or prejudice. And for West Midlands Police, when we work with CPS, we base it on five key strands and the first one is race, religion, disability, gender ID and sexual orientation. Those, those are the five key strands. That's interesting. And, it, and, if they, and if they're used in, you know, real simple terms, if someone is subject of any crime and they deem it to be motivated by one of those five key strands, it will come, become a hate crime. So, so we will then, we will then collate the evidence to back up or support the, the hate crime element of it. So what if I said to you, we, we would, you know, have a conversation, oh, you're a big woman. Is that a hate crime? Yeah, if someone perceives it, it's, yeah. But you mean? It's how you perceive it, yeah. Where, where is yeah, it? It's how that victim... Now, that's not... I'm not saying that would then go to court as a, a hate crime offence, because obviously we'd have to look into the evidence, but it would certainly be recorded if that victim perceives it to be based. And I think the other that. thing to, to understand is that the police don't have authority to charge, if that makes sense. Anything hate crime has to go to the Crown Prosecution Service. So oh, right. everything Stu deals with goes to the Crown Prosecution Service for them to make that decision, which delays the whole process even more. You're talking normally a 28-day turnaround from CPS. Yeah, How about, obviously, to get to drive a car, you need a licence, don't you? You need to pass a test. What, 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 what don't the social medias do something, companies do something similar to that? Like, you need a licence to be able to... Yeah you know, set up an online account with the likes of Twitter, Facebook and, and, and Instagram. Yeah, I think when you look at, uh, obviously, if you were to apply for a mortgage, you'd, you'd have to, uh, you know, provide some form of ident identity to get that mortgage. Yeah, good sure. Um, and and that, that information's kept safe, it's stored, you know, it's not passed out to, to people. So I think there's a strong argument there, in my own opinion, for uh, ID, driving licence, I mean, national yeah. insurance mm. numbers, NHS numbers, something that identifies that individual person. 100%. Um, yeah. That's so, a great so, you know, so, you know, if, if they do go online and start hurling abuse at someone, we can do a really quick investigation. They can be identified very, very quickly. 
And I'm pretty certain if people have got to provide ID, they'll be thinking twice about starting to abuse, as mm. I say, not just footballers, but abuse generally, generally yeah, yeah. on social media, because a lot of these offences wouldn't happen in the street. They wouldn't go no. up to that person no. and start racially abusing like, like, them. Like you say, you know, you, 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 your key here is, would you say it to somebody who's giving you a job interview? No, and that, wouldn't. that's it. You know, yeah. when when it's you that wants something, you'll be nice as pie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You wouldn't say you wouldn't say to that they wouldn't say to that person's face either. A human trait that nobody's ever liked, and it's just manifested in a different way now. Just on the back uh, of that, sorry, I'll just speaking to players. They they openly you. say playing mm-hmm. football. I expect to you know be criticised about my performance. Um, you know something I've done wrong, but I don't expect to be abused because of different colour or I've got a different background or a certain religion. Yeah. And you know that's that's where the lines crossed. Um, yeah. I think every footballer, you know, they accept criticism of some form. Can I just thank that man uh, who was coloured in Burton Hospital who fixed my two hernias for four weeks ago, five weeks ago? Can I thank? I've got to publicly thank him. Yeah, I shook his hand afterwards. Thank you very much, sir. Really, really interesting comment coming in here from Alan Watton. Um, who I know as well. I used to sit right behind him. It's St Andrews in the cup. Um, he just put, I used the phrase, he wants shooting on Twitter and was banned for 48 hours. I'm a 70-year-old, reasonable person. I regret saying it now. Why aren't the real villains dealt with? Um, and that is spot on, and I can vouch for that as well. I sat behind Alan for years in the car. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 But I mean, people, stuff's getting reported to like your Twitters, your Instagrams, and they won't take that post down straight away. I don't mm. know why. They say it's not violating their terms, but someone who puts a comment like that, or a music video that's copyrighted, yeah. it gets taken down instantly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or a DJ. A D- DJs obviously get clamped down, don't they, for streaming yeah. live? Yeah, yeah. So it can be done. Yeah. It can be done, and it can be done easily. Mm. The technology's there. Yeah. We just need to keep banging the drum. Now, in the meantime, in the meantime, going back to our friends at West Midlands Police, do you think the mainstream media have a massive or a, a bigger part to play in this uh, anti-racism thing. And do you think sometimes, do you think sometimes they possibly highlight it too much and people get kind of blasé with it? I don't know. I think from my own point of view, I think the media do highlight it. Um, Obviously, when there's a professional player within the professional game, it's plastered all over the newspapers straight away. And that probably paints a picture that there's a bigger problem within the game that there probably is. I think the issues are, and they're un- unreported, are your, your semi-pro games, your grassroots, yeah, yeah. Uh, your, your kids' football. That's that's going on, but that's not being reported. So the media, when they're reporting it, they're, they're obviously reporting that your, your Premier League players, in, and it appears to be a bigger issue than probably what it is at that level. Um, and your stuff at grassroots is, is unheard of. It doesn't get reported, and there are bigger problems at that level. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what else can the media do? Do you think mainstream media like the like the newspapers, uh, you know, the news, um, radio, educate? We, we talk about education. Uh, work with us and, and and allow us to to get that message across around educating people. The, the media have such a massive reach to people, and you know, talk newspapers. The media do a lot on social media. They you know they they can reach all around the world with just their their own platforms. And we, we could use them to, to get the education message across. Um, you, 
you look at Sky Sports now, like Soccer Saturday or something, you look at the panel now compared to what the panel was five, ten years ago. Yeah. And I think yeah. Sky Sports have, have really um, sort of progressed forward, haven't they? You know, if you look now who, who's on those panels on a, on a Saturday, Sunday afternoon with the football mm-hmm. and everything Sky Sports News are doing, they are really pushing it, aren't they, at the moment? Um, a lot, lot more than some of the other outlets. 